Thank you, com comrade. Lock, I got him. No. <laughs> It's January 23rd, 2020. Howdy, Toddzilla Files. Welcome to another episode of Escaping the Cave. Toddzilla Xpod, ChristopherMedia.net. EscapingTheCave.com? Say that. So whatever. You know what I'm going to say next? Fuck Twitter. Hi. Thanks for clicking over. Hey, is this four in two weeks? It's almost a routine, huh? This one might be a little quick today. I've got one topic, but one topic alone. It's what I'm calling Hiller Peas. Hillerpes simplex 2, the genital variety we have a lesion upon our political genitalia, and its name is Hillary. It's back. It's like every month. It returns. How do you get rid of this? Is there a Clinton Valtrex that we can take? Is there a Hillary penicillin shot that will protect us from future flare-ups? Please! If anyone knows of this, please let us know. Please tell us. Contact the CDC. Do you have friends at the CDC? I would love to know if there's a Hillary vaccine that we can collectively take. Just clear this up once and for all. She's back. I am not convinced this woman isn't jumping into the race. She... (sighs) Okay. If you didn't listen to the episode I put out on October, I think, 30th, it talks about Hillary, the Halloween zombie, disinformation, 2016, and a bunch of other things. It's a very good episode, if I do say so myself. It's one of my best. I would uh, very highly suggest that you go and listen to that, if you haven't already. A lot on Hillary, a lot on Tulsi Gabbard, Jill Stein, regime change wars, regime change wars. They're all talking about regime change wars. It's like, it's like Tulsi and Jill Stein are chanting in unison. Regime change wars. Well, Hillary Clinton, a few months back, went on a podcast and said, you know, the Russians might be looking to use Tulsi as a Russian asset. And she said Jill Stein was definitely a Russian asset in 2016, and she might not be done. I laid all of this out in that podcast about how she was right. Nobody said, nobody said that Tulsa Gabbard was a Russian spy. Didn't say that. Nobody said, Hillary didn't say that. Russian asset. The same way that Hillary's Herpetic presence in this campaign is a Donald Trump asset. Donald Trump can take Hillary Clinton's presence, just her, just her, her, her grating face, point to it, and say, vote for me, and many, 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 many people will. That is being an asset. I laid all this out of that podcast. I did a very good job. Go listen to it. Now, Tulsi Gabbard has sued Hillary Clinton for defamation. Happened in uh, Manhattan Federal Court on Wednesday this week, the 21st. Claims that uh, Clinton intentionally lied about her being a Russian asset in order to derail her campaign. Gabbard claims Clinton's comments have caused her at least $50 million in damages. Does not say how those numbers were, were tallied. Defamation, federal court, Manhattan this Wednesday, that she lied about it, intentionally lied about it. 
been at odds for years. Suit hinges on comments that uh, Clinton made when she suggested that Gabbard was Russia's pick for this year's election. Uh, Clinton's office not immediately available for comment on the complaint. The suit is unsparing, according to this website, in its animus. Tulsi Gabbard, this is a quote now, Tulsi Gabbard is running for president of the United States, a position Clinton has long coveted, no arguing that, but has not been able to attain, unquote. The second sentence of the 14-page suit says, and then it goes on to refer to her as a cutthroat politician, Bonnie account. Is that defamation? Can they prove that Hillary has cut a throat? Now, you can mention Jeffrey Epstein here if you like, but you can't prove it, can you? Is that defamation? Can you prove? Hey, you see how this is? <sighs> Look, I, 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 when I saw this, I, I couldn't help but laugh. And uh, looking up some of his quotes, I got a refresher on Oscar Wilde the other night. You know, Oscar Wilde, the poet, he's one of the most uh, quoted writers anywhere. Brilliant writer. But do you know his history? Do you know about the last decade of his life? (laughs) Well, suing for defamation was what led to Oscar Wilde's prison term shortly before he died. He forced his alleged defamer into proving that the allegations were true and forced him to produce actual evidence of homosexual behavior and what they called at the time buggery. This guy was running around saying things about Oscar Wilde and Oscar was pissed. Oscar's pissed off. He's like, you know what? I'm going to sue you for defamation. You need to prove this. And the guy did. He had to protect himself or he was going to end up going to prison. So he had to actually, rather than just saying it, he had to go out and find proof. In the end, Oscar Wilde was the one who wound up doing two years of hard labor in prison. He was never the same after that. I think he was dead within five years. Never regained his social status, his financial status, anything. I think he wrote one other real good piece after that before he was dead. That's immediately what I thought of when I saw Tulsi filed a defamation suit against Hillary Clinton this week. I would love for something similar to that Oscar Wilde trial to happen here. I would love to see this defamation suit played out in the public sphere, in the public arena. I would love to see that. It's not that I despise Tulsi Gabbard. I sure as hell don't have any affection for Hillary. I've called her the herpes virus, for Christ's sakes. You think I love Hillary? No. I want the discussion to be made public. The discussion about what entails being a Russian asset or a Trump asset in the age of social media. I want that discussion to happen. Because Hillary Clinton was right about what she was actually trying to say last fall. That Tulsi's presence and her rhetoric, more importantly was enough to be used to sow further oppositional discord and division from the outside. A Russian asset. To not only maybe swing the election, but just sow discord, man. Make them fight. Destabilize them a little bit more. That's still being a Russian asset. I said all of this in that podcast in October. For the love of Christ, go listen to it. I'm right. Hillary's right. Unwitting asset. That's how she referred to Tulsi Gabbard. The problem is that the country is so 
crazed with distemper now that all they heard Hillary Clinton say was, Tulsi is Natasha Boriskova Rosenberg, a spy. That's all they heard coming out of her mouth when she said winning her unwitting asset. All of a sudden, she's Julia, Julius, or what, what was the Rosenberg woman's name? I remember Julius. What was his wife's name? Oh, traitor, traitor, you're a spy. That's what they heard Hillary Clinton say, because that's what they wanted to hear. Here's something else I find interesting. Very interesting, actually. In that podcast, Hillary also said that Jill the Vulture was definitely... She didn't mince words about Jill here. She said that Jill Stein was definitely a Russian asset and that she might not be done. Now, Jill squawked for a day or two. She descended from her nest. Regime change wars. And then has since flown back to her nest somewhere high atop Mount Cockblock. Not to be heard from again, at least not that I know of. If Tulsi's suing... For saying unwitting asset, why isn't Jill Stein suing as well for calling, for saying that she was definitely a Russian asset? Where's Jill? Maybe Jill's familiar with the story of Oscar Wilde. Maybe she doesn't want that conversation to be had. Where has this woman been? Except for that regime change war squawking shit going on last fall, she has vanished like an environmentalist fart in the fucking wind. Again, I would love to actually see this, uh, this lawsuit that Tulsi Gabbard's put forth. I'd love to see that publicly, publicly litigated. I think that would be fantastic. And please, for the love of Christ, call Renee DeResta as a witness. Now, Hillary Clinton. Is she going to run? I'm not convinced that she's not going to jump into this thing sooner than later. How is she still a thing? She should be off, I don't know, knitting. Doing whatever it is women do at that age after a successful and lucrative career in both politics and writing books. What is she doing? She's got a Hulu documentary coming out real soon. Uh, she's piling on Bernie Sanders this week. Did you see that? Nobody likes him. He couldn't get anything done. Piling on with Elizabeth Warren. There may have been sexist accusations in there as well. Why? Hillary's not in the race. She's not anything at this point other than a voice and a really annoying face. A really annoying voice and a really annoying face. What is her role here other than political herpes? If she's not going to jump in this race. Other than I don't know what her motivation or priority could possibly be, but it is not. If she's not getting in this race, it is not sowing unity <laughs> against Donald Trump in this election. Honestly, what other motivation could there be? If the goal is helping whatever Democrat beat Trump, what's the point of attacking the momentum candidate? which at this point is Bernie. What's the point here? If the goal is to win, why do you want to hand Donald Trump the Hillary Clinton says Bernie never got anything done meme for later on this year? Hillary Clinton is many things, herpes virus included, but 
one of those things is not stupid. Look, I sure as fuck do not want to slip into a noose sometime this weekend. All right. So if someone else could possibly, you know, send her an email, maybe give her a call if you got her name, ask her what she's doing this for if she doesn't want the job herself. Because if she doesn't want the job, at worst, she's exactly what she's accused Tulsa Gabbard and the Vulture Stein of being. A Russian asset. At best, she is the best, and this is at best, she is the best asset Donald Trump has to win re-election this fall if she's not running. What is she doing? Please, for the love of God, I don't want to, I don't want to be suicided. (laughs) I really don't ask her. Now, that being said, I am neither suicidal nor sick. There are no orange bed sheets in my home. I have no plans for either air travel, skydiving, or to speed down an icy mountain road. Also, my living room is booby-trapped with inflatable Lewinsky dolls that's filled with the same acid Karshogi was not disposed with. How does that work? I've watched Breaking Bad. I know what's up. Remember, folks, Toddzilla didn't kill himself. Now, a friend of mine and I were talking about this today. And he said that he thinks the old school uh, corporate Democrats actually think that Donald Trump is a, a better option at this point than Bernie Sanders. Thinks that that's why they're, they're sort of doing a repeat, I guess, of uh, 2016. Work it against him. And if it fails, well, you know what? Better Trump than this Democratic Socialist guy. And if that's the case, and since Bernie's grown that big-titted tumor, Daenerys Ocasio-Cortez... I do not disagree with that assessment. At this point, anybody is better than anything associated with Alexandria Ocasio-Targaryen. Are you ready for the revolution? How many times have we got to hear that during the campaign this summer? She is the symbol figure for everything the opposition finds wrong with the Democratic Party. Her and Nancy Pelosi but mostly her. So, I agree with that assessment. See, the thing is, is I'm not a Democrat either. It's easy for me to say that from here. Uh, But I'm wondering if maybe I'm not alone in my, you know, my uncomradely disgust for the Democratic Socialists of America. And when I got to thinking about that, it hit me. I asked myself self, it's what I call myself as self, I asked myself self, you don't suppose that the sensible Democrats... You know, the the Democratic establishment is actually trying to do what the Republicans failed to do with the teabaggers 10 years ago, do you? To purge the extremist element from their midst. The Tea Party never had a candidate that was this popular and this strong within their ranks. And I do attribute Donald Trump to the Tea Party. It doesn't matter down that road right now. If we're, if we're comparing apples with apples, I guess we're looking at, uh, what, 2012? The, the Tea Party never had an equivalent to Bernie Sanders within their midst. They probably thought that they could just handle it at that point. Bernie Sanders is another animal altogether. It's one thing when it's just Bernie. Being socialist Bernie, the independent from Vermont... You know, yeah, we know he's a democratic socialist, but you know what? He's sort of a harmless democratic socialist. This is a different campaign than he was running in 2016, in 2016. Because now, after four years of radicalization, 
He's got the extremist version of the Tea Party attaching itself to him like sucker fish. When Bernie Sanders ascends, so do the Democratic Socialists. This is problematic. I like Bernie Sanders. I like everything about him except for that. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Personally, this is just my opinion. You vote how you want. I will never, ever support anything to do with Bernie Sanders as long as the AOC suckerfish is attached to his scrotum. Because if he ascends, so does that. Had he won the nomination, I would have voted for him against Trump. Absolutely. Not that my vote mattered much in, in Illinois, but I would have. This year, no way. We know the toxic feces inhabiting the White House right now. We know what that is. This is an unknown quantity coming from the far left. I do not trust this group of far leftists, these idealistic democratic socialists. I do not trust them. I have, I have to tell the story again. I have been around them with Occupy. They are not new. This little hand clapping thing, don't, don't clap. Yeah, well, you don't trigger. I've seen this before. I've seen this in person. I saw it in 2011 with Occupy in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I saw them doing, you had to go to like a little orientation, right? To learn how to go about things as, uh, I don't know what the hell they were calling themselves then, but as a democratic socialist, you had to be indoctrinated so you didn't trigger anybody. And that was the one thing. I was like, why the hell are you doing that with your hands? You don't have any puppet. You're not a sock puppet. There's no, no, no puppet or sock on there to be a puppet. What in the hell are you doing? I just did it and roll. That was mandatory. It was compulsory if you wanted to be part of Occupy in Santa Fe. You had to go to that. I was just like, oh, my God. You people are idiots. What are you doing? What does this have to do with money and power? Well, now we know. Because it wasn't about money and politics. Occupy was a vehicle for the Democratic Socialists. The way it was a vehicle for moveon.org. To attach your agenda. I am never, ever, ever going to support anything. Even remotely associated with that. I promise you. I've been exposed to it. I remember it. I remember how it made me feel. These people are not only trying to re sort of recraft and reimagine the political system, which is if you go to the uh, Democratic Socialists of America website, you will find out that that is exactly what they're proclaiming to do. They're trying to rework society in general. Everything about it, from the way you talk to the way you clap, for fuck's sakes. No way. I'll never be supporting that. And unfortunately, Bernie has that DSA suckerfish. Nope. Not going to happen, Daenerys. Now, if you want to put out another video of you, you know, slinking around on a rooftop, sweet. I'll support you that way. <laughs> Maybe do a pay-per-view. Actually, actually, Daenerys, yeah. If you wanted to do a wet t-shirt video, and solicit, like, your DSA donations that way? Sure. I'll send you a dollar. As long as it's longer than five minutes. Other than that, no, I get, there's other shit I can watch. It's better than you. Anyway, I must digress once again. 
So I'm thinking to myself, I'm wondering if the sensible Democrats are doing what the Tea Party or uh, what the Republicans didn't do with the Tea Party 10 years ago. Clear eh, the distraction from their midst. The interloper from the party. And my buddy replied that he thinks the DNC is obviously clearing the field out for their pick. You know, sort of a replay of 2016. And I gotta, I gotta say, I didn't like what happened to Bernie Sanders in 2016. I have no problem with it this time. The DSA, like Antifa, like I said in the last podcast, wants to swim in American politics without getting wet. They're not a political party. They don't consider... I, I was mistaken about this. I actually thought that you're having a damn convention, for Christ's sake. Well, you're not a political party. They have not declared themselves as a political party. According to their website... They think that they are a political and activist organization, not a party. They say so specifically. Through campus and community-based chapters, DSA members use a variety of tactics from legislative to direct action. Protesting. Quite literally, they are, this is me talking now, not them. Quite literally, they are the liberal response to the Tea Party. That's why you're seeing the threats of the primaries coming from AOC's mouth. You are not sufficiently pure. You're not sufficiently pure. We'll primary you with DSA candidates, Tea Party candidates, Red Tea Party candidates. They are literally the Tea Party, an extremist wing of a political organization, of an actual political party, one of the two binary main political parties in this country. They are the anchor trying to yank it to the left. Just as the Tea Party yanked the Republican Party to the right 10 years ago. Look what we have now. Do you? <sighs> stay on track. Going to stay on track. Going to stay on track. The Democratic Socialists of America are a thing now. It's time, in my not-so-humble opinion, it's time that these Democratic Socialists stood on their own two feet, declare themselves contenders and maybe, maybe the DNC has finally begun thinking the same thing. Again, don't be surprised. Do not be surprised and act all outraged, like you did in 2016, that they are supporting their own candidates, the Democratic Party candidates running under the Democratic Party umbrella instead of the Democratic Socialist interloper. Do not be shocked and outraged by that this time. Well, what do you expect them to do? Bernie Sanders is incredibly popular. He is a democratic socialist. He is not a Democrat. He is never a Democrat until it's time to run for president. Why is he running as a Democrat? Why isn't he running with an S next to his name or as an independent? Because of the way the political process is set up, the political system is set up. Third parties are cock blockers. He can't. So he has to go in and he has to play the role of the political interloper within the party. The Democrats hate that. They should hate that. Bernie Sanders and the Democratic Socialists should have enough conviction in their values. The Libertarians do. The Green Party even does. Yeah, Ralph Nader and Jill Stein the last time. I don't even remember any of the Libertarian candidates. At least I would know the Democratic Socialist candidate. You need to get out of your uncle's spare bedroom, quit raiding the fridge at night, go pay the rent for yourself in your own place, and run. 
Get the hell out of the Democratic Party. You are not Democrats. AOC said so. She said as much over the last two weeks sometimes. She said, you know what? In a, in a normal world, Joe Biden and I wouldn't even be in the same party. That's exactly right. And you, AOC, Daenerys, you can change that. That apartment complex right over there, the one, you know, the one with the, the patchouli uh, smell coming out of the windows. The ones with the, 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 the freaks sitting in the front yard going like this, calling each other comrade. They have a vacancy. Rent's cheap. They may even let you stay for free if you move in officially. You can probably watch whatever you want on TV, too. It's time. Declare yourselves. Democratic socialists, declare yourselves for what you are. Especially you, Bernie. I, I, you know, I respect you. I like Bernie a lot. As they said on their website, the uh, DSA website, they call Bernie Sanders. Uh, they have this whole thing when they endorsed him about why they're endorsing him. And they called him the most uh, popular socialist candidate since Debs. And that's right. Bernie needs to be who Bernie is. Put the S behind your name, Bernie. Come on. Imagine the slogan. Feel the socialist burn. It's catchy, man. Feel the socialist burn. Maybe the Democrats are finally showing Bernie the door so he can find his way home. It needs to happen. Now, the problem is, of course, if it's sabotage, again, we're looking at a, you know, a, re- a replay of 2016. In, in the long run, that may be a good thing. The one thing that I regret 10 years ago, the biggest mistake that I think was made, the last 10 years or so in American politics is that the Republicans did not take care of their shit. They did not take care of the virus within their party when they had a chance. The Tea Party was talking. I think Sarah Palin was out there bleeding about how the Tea Party should form its own party. And everybody's like, no, we can't lose the bait. Yes, let them do that. It would have been a small price to pay. I think, I'm, I, again, I am speaking, <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm, I'm basically speaking Mandarin here, aren't I? All this idealistic talk. I guess that's debatable. But in my mind, one of the biggest mistakes that happened in the last 10 years was the Republican Party not <sighs> sort of getting the boil off its ass when it had the chance. And maybe the Democrats are finally seeing this. Maybe they see the fracture and the chasm within the party, the gangrene growing on the fractured limb, and have realized that, you know what? This might not work out well for us in the end anyway this year. Maybe we should just cut our losses and get the Democratic Socialists off. Encourage them to grow their own garden somewhere the fuck else other than here. Because if this happens again, something's got to change, right? Do you think uh, Daenerys is going to stay? Remaining the Democratic, she sure as hell is not going to be easy to work with. If you force the candidate that she and her comrades have endorsed, you force him out of the process, start attacking him from within, you know, executing with friendly fire, do you think she's going to be friendly? (laughs) Probably not. She might grab her other little dragons, Omar, Talib, and start, you know, burning down cities. Anyway, again, I ask, what else do you expect from the Democratic? I've asked this a hundred times. I asked this about 2016. What did you think was going to happen? What did you expect the Democratic 
National Committee to do in 2016? And what do you expect them to do this year? Not support their own candidate against the interloper, the insurgent, the democratic socialist insurgent. Come on. Now, I've been talking a lot about insurgency and uh, invasive species, and it occurred to me today, I don't think that I have ever actually pointed this particular lens at the relationship of the Democratic Socialists and the Democratic Party. Why don't the Democratic Socialists have their own party like the Libertarians and the Greens do? Why is that? Why are AOC and Bernie pretending to be Democrats if not to fracture, destabilize, and yank that party to the left the same way the, the Tea Party did with the Republicans 10 years ago. I think it's time that I uh, change the name that I'm using for these uh, would-be Che Guevara's to the Red Tea Party. That is literally what this is proving to be. They are using the same model, except they have a better candidate than the Tea Party did at this time eight years ago. Again, I'm going to repeat this. I think it's time for our little democratic socialists, our little baby socialists. I think it's time to stand the fuck up, proudly show off your little Castro costumes. I saw them. I saw them at your convention. You know, your little special masturbatory pronouns. They announced their very special pronouns. Each and every one of them, when they got up to speak, he, her, she, him, made a, made a point of that. Stand up, proudly show those special masturbatory pronouns and red scarves. And start paying your rent, like I said earlier. Start paying your own rent rather than hiding in the guest room, raiding the political fridge every night. That includes not only Bernie, but Daenerys, Ocasio-Cortez, Tlaib, all of them. Go form your own tent. Quit being interlopers. Get off the couch. Daenerys, you're right. In a normal, idealistic world, you would not be in the same party as Joe Biden. So be idealistic. Get out of the party. Be a dragon. Be a dragon of honor. You are a democratic socialist. Go be a democratic socialist. Get the Democratic Socialists of America. Get that central committee to file the paperwork. Declare it and stop pretending to be someone you're not. Go be a dragon, AOC. Go be a dragon. These are really fascinating times in which we are living. I didn't even mention, did I even mention the impeachment today? The impeachment process has started, I don't think I mentioned it in two shows. Ever since it started, the, <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> Trump's being impeached, literally being impeached right now. I'm doing a show that involves a lot of politics. I'm not even mentioning it because it's, it's old hat now. I've got a lot more coming on that though. In fact, it was supposed to be part of this one, but I decided to uh, just do this. Hillary Clinton Valtrex, please. I'll pay double. EscapingTheCave.com, ChristopherMedia.net for all of your podcast needs. Fuck Twitter, as always, and I do appreciate your clicking in. Getting into a little bit of more of a routine these days. Feels that way anyway. If you're enjoying it, uh, look for another podcast next week. Till then, so long. Remember, folks, Toddzilla didn't kill himself.